0: So I wanna start with the parable of Steve and yes, the yep. and the iPhones. Yeah. Story is Steve was in town and he his followers were there and he said, Come with me up to this hill.
1: There's a update up the top of this hill.
0: And so they went and got to the top of the hill and they said, Where's the update? And he said, Well, you have to download the update. It's a one and a half gigabytes. Yeah. And they said we're on data. We're on mobile. We're, we're using our self cell data right now. Yeah, That'll just destroy our monthly cap. you yeah. should have said something back at, at our homes when we were on Wi-Fi. Yeah. And he said, you know, have faith.
1: Yeah. Law unto you who suffers the cap of non-unlimited plan. Yes. Follow thee unto me as we all yeah.
0: download E at the same time E. Ye olde iPhone update. And yep. they looked askance at him, so it says in the scripture, but they did do it. Yeah. And they did push the update button. And lo, many hours did pass, and their phones were still updating. And they said Scorching has the
1: aluminum become Blistered are the fingers of those faithful who have downloaded And Steve
0: looked to them and he said Happy are those with the blisters on their fingers For mm. theirs are the phones that are being updated on, on cellular data To
1: 14.5
0: And they wept for it was good Yes. And low several hours did pass And they said to Steve Steve we are hungry For we you didn't tell us it was going to be this long of a trip Mm-hmm. and we would have brought food. They said, do you have anything for us to eat?
1: Lo did he have his holiest of disciples, Craig Linguini, order a taco truck.
0: And low did they rejoice, low, upon seeing the taco truck. And low did they approach upon the truck. But low did they find that the cashier only took Apple Pay using the iPhone. And low did they weep and gnash their teeth and look upon Steve and say, why have you forsaken us? We cannot use Apple Pay for our phones are updating still. Through the weeping and gnashing. Low did they lash and gnash. Lash and gnash. Their feet. Their feet, their back, their iPhone. And their crack. Crack. And they said to him, low Steve, low. Low. How can we pay for these tacos? if it only takes Apple pay and our phones are currently updating and there's no idea. We have no idea when they're going to finish updating. And in fact, half of our phones have just died in the process of updating. And Steve looked to them and he said to them, blessed are you who who don't get anything to eat tonight. And then he put his ear pod back in. Yeah. And lo, many of the listeners had left for they were tired and hungry and frustrated. But those few who remained, Steve said unto them, Lo, you are now my disciples, and I, I love you. And lo, did many hours pass upon the hillside in Cupertino? Yeah. And finally, at dawn, lo, they heard the crow. And they looked upon their iPhones, all updated to iOS 14.5 and lo did they rejoice and lo was there much cheering
1: cheering
0: and joyful screeching
1: the weeping of happy father's eyes
0: and they said to him oh we have little faith and he said look ye to the podcast app and lo when they opened the app did they gaze
1: upon an abyss and those unworthy of heart did fall again prostate because it had effed the podcasting
0: And lo, did they mash their teeth and present their prostates to him and say, Oh, Steve, why have you taken our podcasts off of the podcast app? There are no podcasts anymore on this app. And he said to them, blessed are those whose phones are effed.
1: And you have, the faithful, have just been disrupted. I give to you the new podcast app. And you're welcome.
0: And lo, it is said that a lightning bolt struck the apple campus and broke Tim Cook in two. The thunder did roll and
1: the lightning did strike Tim Cook and blast him in half. But looking on, lo, did they see that Tim Cook was actually two smaller Andy dicks on each other's shoulders.
0: And also the song Thunder by Imagine Dragons was playing. Yes. And two of the disciples... Tep Ted and Tep Simon Tim were especially fraught because their entire lives revolved around their podcast, which has disappeared from the podcast app entirely. And it's just completely gone. Every episode, it's just gone. And lo did they say unto him, Steve, great is thy faithfulness. Give us back the podcasts." And lo did Steve look upon them and say, do you not see your podcasts? They are here. And they said, where, Steve? We're look. They're not here. And he said, look up to the wind. Look to the sky.
1: Look to the beggar.
0: Look to the tea collector and the
1: pea. Look to the blind man. And look to the the man who has an extra leg.
0: And they said, well, why? Do they have podcasts still on their phone? And he said, they do if they haven't updated iOS 14.5 yet. Yes,
1: they do. It's still working fine for them.
0: He said, to come out in this boat. And they yeah. said, all right. So all the dads got in a boat. And went out and they said, are the podcasts out here? And he said, no,
1: no. A bit like Gareth being like, boys, there's a whole new Best Buy right down this alley. And then when we got there, it was like, welcome to my fight club, boys. First rule is I get to hit you first.
0: Yeah. So it was like that. And they said, well, why are we in this GD boat? And he said, blessed are those who row me around in a boat.
1: It's lovely out here. Don't you think? And
0: they said, "We're all burning." Yeah, no, no
1: sunscreens.
0: Loaded, Steve saying to them, "Shush, I'm trying to take a quick nap." And they returned to shore and they said, "Steve, this has all been so great. Um, where are the podcasts?" Yeah, he said, "Let me tell you a parable. This is, and this is a parable within a parable within a
1: parable. It's like parableception." Yeah,
0: yeah. he said, "Have you ever heard the story of the man with two POS sons?" Yeah. And yeah, they said yes. I said, oh, okay, well, what about this one? Have you heard the story about the guy who was planting seeds and, and he, he seeded, put them in the rocks? Yeah. He said, yeah, yep, we heard that one. Yep, yep, yep. And he said, well, let's go into this town. And they all said fine. And the townsfolk said, who approaches that man there upon a bird scooter? Whilst everyone jogs next to him. And lo, it was Steve and his attendants, and they came into town, and he said... Good news is here. Take out your iPhones. And some of the people said, I have Android. And Steve said, throw them in the in the lion's pit with Daniel. Yeah. And then they were going down the road through town, and the children were kissing his hem, and they saw a, a POS beggar. Yeah. And his followers said, don't look, Steve. It's gross. And Steve said, no, no. No. Blessed are the
1: POS. And Lowe's, Steve was uh, approached by... To P-toots, prost- uh, toots, Tooties. who unto him solicited and said, uh, would you like a, an S-U-L time with me? And he unto them very uh, graciously said, I'm a married man. Look at this ring. In fact, all these D's uh, are married. Well, well, technically I'm, I mean, no, it's on the rocks. I,
0: yeah, it's it um, it's ongoing. Yet, it's 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 done. Yeah. It's uh, done. I can say that to
1: you, Steve. You're my best friend. Yeah. And the toots uh, said, uh, well, no thanks anyway.
0: Now, in this time in the town, it was illegal to worship Steve. And roaming bands of sons were known to seek out those who worshipped Steve. And be their A. And be their A. And, lo, Steve called a special dinner at a big restaurant where, lo, it was not at all clear... When they all ordered that they would be splitting the bill regardless of what they all had.
1: Lo, it was tapas, which made it very confusing.
0: Lo, did the fathers mash and clench their teeth and say unto Steve, their diet could not handle Mediterranean foods. I cannot imbibe
1: paprika. Plus, these servings are so small, but yet expensive.
0: And lo, did Steve say unto them, no, this place is good. And... Low did they eat, and some of them ate a lot. Some of them, Gareth ordered a lot of drinks. Yeah, and
1: it's expensive.
0: Low did some of them not order very much because they didn't know they were splitting the check. They thought they would just be paying for their own thing. Low were some of them still hungry while others were very full. And low did Steve not take out his wallet when the check came. Yeah. And low did they say unto him, Steve. Thank you so much for taking us to this restaurant. It was really cool. You know, you're our best friend. We love you. And he said, "You say that, but before the the rooster crows, two uh, times. No, hold on. The one rooster's th- gonna th- one out of
1: three to, of you.
0: At the first crow, there will be two betrayals, and then it'll double every future crow. A countdown from three. Yeah." And lo did they say, Steve, we would never ever betray you. We've done all this S with you all day. I mean, we just ate GD tapas. And literally spent our whole allowance on it. Obviously we're in it for the long haul. And he said, one of you has already betrayed me in your heart. All the
1: dads did then look uh, eye to eye, wondering, pondering whom could it have been?
0: If one of you could have kept your GD mouth shut, during the Apple event, then I wouldn't have had to punish you and take away your podcast.
1: But Lowe did one of the disciples, very muscular in the arms, who had some very useful gripes about the lack of pen on the, the MacBook Pro, wonder if the betrayer were a disciple who lacked the ability to memorize Okay. lines written in a PDF that's been shared like a thousand times.
0: and low did it occur to this disciple that more realistically, if Steve were going to punish them, it would probably be for the grievous insult uttered out loud on the
1: podcast. But what if Steve, in his infinite wisdom, knows how important it is for the play. Ted gets his wife back to be a success and strike the Tep Talk podcast clean off the face of the podcast App in retribution for said tep talk host for not being off-book.
0: I think that it's far more likely that the Tech Talk podcast would have been effed because one of the hosts had the gall to say during the live stream that mm-hmm. the.
2: Uh, yeah, but that yeah, the yeah. pen should be on yeah, the yeah.
0: MacBook, even though he knows that they are not putting the pen on the MacBook, therefore it's not a good idea.
1: And low, and then this this really happened in the parable. Uh Steve stood up and shuddered lightning from his hand and, and burnt Tep Tim.
0: Oh okay. As I recall from the parable, That's Steve stood happened. up and got a big he took a big hammer and he hit Tep Ted on the head with it.
1: Lowe did Steve grab Tep Tim in a wrestler's choke hold and, and body slam him into the table. Lo,
0: did Steve wink when he did it because it was actually something they had choreographed because it was yeah, all yeah, a sure, joke? Sure, and when sure, he was yeah, sure, sure, sure. Steve yeah, whispered yeah, yeah, in his yeah, ear and he said, it's Ted's fault. It's Ted's fault that the podcasts aren't in the podcast anymore.
1: No, it's not. It's not. Tim gets blasted. What uh, did you have to say? Tim's what did you A have gets to say blasted it? by. A nuclear bomb falls in. Yeah, and Low did Steve say, actually, it sounds like a really good idea to put a flipping
2: pen on a MacBook Pro.
0: Uh, um, hey everybody! Hey everyone! Everybody! <laughs> yep. Everybody! Nobody! Hello! Hello into the chasm! Hello into the, uh, in, in, Hello into the void! Void. Apologies uh, there. Yeah. Apologies for that slightly unprofessional ending. Uh, one of us is still having a hard time getting his head around right, the right, reality right, yes. of what one happened of us is here. Definitely, yeah. Here's news you can use. There is a God and he is a vengeful God. Yes, and but he for what takes reason takes out his punishment for upon us. What well, look, let me just um back up because we have no listeners at the yeah, moment. We've up. been banned. We've been shadow banned and light banned.
2: Mm-hmm. And yep. um
0: just for the archivists who end up digging this out of the rubble, I'm Tep Tim, um innocent. Innocent. I just want to say I'm putting my fingers up in the air with the V for innocent. This is Tep Teb. Also, innocent. We had a whole show planned this week, but <laughs> that went out the F&W because yep. our whole lives decided to fall apart. And I'm not talking about what's going on at the mother-in-law apartment. I frankly don't care. I've lived in standing water before. I will do it again. Nice mm-hmm. try. I'm talking about what's happening in the real world, and that is to say the world of podcasting. So what happened is basically Tep Ted f us
1: interesting point of view um we could point the finger a number of directions i would say and that's the amazing thing about fingers they swivel let's take a step back
0: let's just talk nuts and bolts and then we can get into who did what and who's how it's, who's you know, it's your fault and everything and yeah, and, yeah exactly how it's your
1: fault what has happened is that the apple podcasting app has had a big update a big refurbish as yes. of the latest ios update
0: up until this point the podcasting app has been Well, look, it's always been a challenge, and that's been part of the fun.
1: Imagine going to the McDonald's drive-thru, and instead of being able to drive through, you have to um, sort of run through a gauntlet of of large sumo wrestlers who try to hit you.
0: Or, like, imagine that your son has thrown a dog toy into your apartment as a taunt because he knows you're hungry, and Mm -hmm. he wants to see if you will eat Eat. the dog food. Yeah. And it's one of those things where you have to really kind of work at it to get the treat out of the little ball. And, you know, you do do it, I mean, and and a little faster than a dog would, so joke's on you. Corey, not actually that hard to do it. Yeah, well, you have fingers. Oh, gosh. That would have been so much faster. The point is, it's a lot of work, but it's worth it. Yeah. And, well, the update came out this week, and, um... Without editorializing here, just simply stating the facts, the podcasting app is sort of a radioactive pile of rubble at this point. It lost all the podcasts. Apple redesigned the podcasting app much in the same way that the brilliant developers in New York City redesigned Pennsylvania Station, which is to say they completely demolished it into a smoldering pit. Yeah. And then built something much better on top of it that doesn't work. Like a shanty town. A little like a stinky underground. And here's the thing. Apple
1: says... I will organise your life for you. I'm the big daddy, and we say yes, dear Apple. Yeah, Goo Goo Gaga. Goo Goo Gaga. I'm a little baby, and Apple says, "Well, you better get ready for your upbringing because I'm about to disrupt your ass. So, case in point, the music app—they took iTunes, which was just a library where we could store all our music, our music that we owned, and then they threw it all away. I needed that. I'm a little baby, yeah. and I needed that. Now the same treatment has happened with the podcasting app. I needed this. Thank you.
0: We came in hot in this episode with, oh, it's your fault, it's your fault. That yeah. was not about the redesign. I love what they've done. What is more troubling is the fact that Tech Talk is, uh, Tech Talk is gone.
1: Yeah, all our episodes are, are missing. From, from the app. All of them. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so uh, the big yeah. question so... remains, why and who's... Fault. Um, you're going to hear a few different opinions on this podcast.
0: Look, Ted, this isn't personal. I'm just saying, yeah, no, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And you look, destroyed it.
1: You know, that's your point of view, which is wrong, and comes well, out of the facts, like thickness of your skull. Like, I don't, like, I don't you blame you for Oh, yeah, I'll admit. Um, sure, sure, sure. I'll admit this. I had a point. How about that? No,
0: no, 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 no. Ted, hold on. This is ridiculous. I agree. I agree. I agree. This is not sorry. how we do things in this country. What is the backbone of the justice system that steve has given us fair trial fair Fair trial. trial Let's do it. You know what, Ted? Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Yeah. Let's have a trial. Let's have a trial right now. We'll do everything by the book and we'll just see whose facts come out on top.
1: I think it's only fair that you and I are both the judge. We have one body with two heads. Just like the... um, Announcer in episode one. Exactly like the announcer in episode one. So let's both hold the gavel at the same time. Okay. I'm touching your hand. Got it? Yep. My hand's on your hand. Let's bang the gavel.
0: Bang, bang, bang. Let's have a nice clean fight. Liberty and justice for all. Jesus Christ, amen. Dear Tep Tim,
1: please lay before the court your argument. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen
0: of the jury, everyone laughs. laughs. Now, I'm just a simple Tep dad. I don't know much about right and wrong and what the law might say. And if you, If you believe my GD family, they'd say I'm a failure. Laugh, laugh, laugh. <laughs> yeah. But I do know this. At the end of the day, The judgment of a man isn't the size of his brain or his you-know-what Yeah, yeah. It's the size of his tech. Now, I'm technically only a level two genius, but today I intend to prove to you that The reason our podcast has been woefully strucken down from the Mm. podcasting app is, in fact, the fault of my best friend, Tep Ted. Would the stenographer please note that I have gestured to the baby dad in the corner?
1: Baby Tep Ted in the prison pen grabs his little fist and bang, 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 judge hits the gavel. One half of the judge, my half of the judge, Tim, will you please uh, hurry this argument along? I don't have all day. I've got to go eat a big Subway sandwich after this.
0: My case, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, rests upon one simple fact, and that is the fact that my best friend, Tep Ted, did so disgrace our podcast last week on the Apple Spring Event live stream that Steve Jobs, Rip, in his infinite wisdom, did smote upon our A's the striking of our podcast from the podcast app ipso facto. I rest my case, but first I do call a surprise witness.
1: <gasps> Memory in the court. Memory in the court. <gasps>
0: Who's
1: it going to be? Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Ted in the corner says, "Objection." My half of the judge says, "Overruled." Right, and then my my half of the judge says, "Well, my sandwich is beyond saving at this point, so I'm going to allow it."
0: And I say, "Thank you, judges." Elon, would you please bring baby Ted up to the stand? <sighs> and now, Ted, uh, is it true that you are my best friend? Yes, Your Honor. I'm the, I'm the attorney uh, at the point. Yes. And I say as judge, I say, answer the question. It is true. And is it not true that at the Apple Live event of last week upon, you did admit to wanting the pen on the MacBook Pro? <sighs>
1: Yes, it's true, but, your honor, but. And he ju- he slams down the gravel and he's like, just answer the question, son. Thank you, judge. Okay, sure. Yes, I did say that.
0: And is it not true that you admitted in the self-same podcast to have disgraced yourself in front of Stephen and man?
1: defined disgraced.
0: Objection, leading the witness. Sorry, I don't know who that was. Quiet back there, you're not a lawyer. And I look and I squint and I say, Jaden? And yeah. it is Jaden, and Jaden says, "I just like to watch these things and see uh, democracy in action." Yeah, I say, "Well, where's Jerry?"
1: And then Jerry's like, "I'm here with my eyes getting glared out by this window."
0: And the judge says, "Sir, there's plenty of room on the bench. If you slide away from the window, there's no reason for you to be in the direct sunlight."
1: It's just a weird placement, but okay, judge. Bang, bang, bang. The other judge grabs his gavel and he's like, back to the trial, boys.
0: Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I rest my case. My best friend, Tep Ted, did commit the grievous crime of insulting Steve's wishes on the pod. Now, it brings me no joy to request the death penalty, but I do
1: hope you go easy on him. Everyone murmurs, the judge bangs his gavel, and he says, defense, do you have a, a reply? And then my lawyer stands up. He's a very handsome man, beautiful lawyer, um, yeah, just sure. like- No,
0: I can see it, I his can see it. Gorgeous. hair
1: swept back, he's got a little briefcase, he just like clicks it open. In the side of the briefcase is like a tumbler and a bottle of Pepto and he takes it out and he, he for about like 20 minutes, he just swills the Pepto and like looks into the sun. And then he, he sort of uh, clears his throat and he's like, Your Honor? He's got a really high voice. Sure. Strange voice to come out of such a beautiful man. He's such a big man. Huge. He's like six foot five. Yeah, very wide too, like like four foot wide. He says,
2: Your Honor, jury, it seems to me that the prostitution has made the point that my defendant, Tep Ted, did Blaspheme at the Apple Spring Live event by wishing there were a pen on the side of a MacBook Pro. And that therefore, Steve in his infinite wisdom above decided with his magical spirit fingers to reach down inside the algorithm controlling the Apple podcasting app. And in retribution, lose the Tech Talk podcasts from the feed as a way of punishing Tep Ted.
0: Is that your point? Uh, yes, counsel, uh, couldn't have said it better myself. And then my half of the judge says, guilty. And then my, my other half of the judge just
1: puts a gentle finger on his mouth. And he says, I can't quit you, but I need you to shut up because the trial hasn't finished.
0: And my judge says, withdrawn, I'll allow it.
1: And then my judge is like, here, have half of this sandwich. Just eat it real quiet while no one's looking. Yeah, and I say, thank you. And I just kind of duck my head down. The judge is banging the gavel. Back to the trial. Beg Jade Jaden, Jerry, knock it off back there. And they're at it again. Well, the lawyer says, my very handsome lawyer, comes up to me, just rustles my little baby hair and says,
2: well, I needed to be clear on your logic here. You see, I'm about to use your own logic to prove my... Client is innocent.
0: (gasps) Everyone gasps. Audience gasps. Jury says, we've seen enough. But then, do you have more? Yeah, I've got more. Okay, so go on then. My handsome lawyer says,
2: The prosecution has therefore made the point that Steve is omnipotent, that he can see and understand everything going on in said lives of Ted and Tim.
1: This murmur, like everyone agrees. Everyone's like, yeah, no, we know that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely.
2: Therefore, why wouldn't it be out of reason that Steve, in his infinite wisdom, would be able to look down from up high in Apple heaven and see that... Ted's self proclaimed best friend is not yet off book in the most important theatrical piece of Ted's life, the I'm Gonna Get My Wife Back play.
0: Order! Order! You two! Bailiff, get those two men out of the back. They won't shut up about the GD window. Look, this courthouse is 100 years old. We're not changing the windows now. And Bailiff comes and takes Jerry and Jaden out. Yeah. And my judge says, "Uh," Spit out the sandwich. I say, Very interesting. Let me ask a question to the uh, prostituting attorney here. Mr. Attorney, I say, yeah. Do you agree with the defense that... Steve is in fact uh, omniscient and omnipotent and omnipotent and omnipotent and everyone sort of nudges each other and they're like you better believe it mm-hmm. and my attorney says well uh, yeah duh obviously and my judge says would not tech Ted and I say excuse me it's Tep Ted yeah thank you uh, withdrawn would not Tep Ted's own thoughts about the pen on the MacBook Come from Steve. (sighs) Gasp in the audience.
1: A few of them fall prostate and over on their A's.
0: A few of them pass out. Some of them just D because they're all. It's hot. It's It's so hot in that courthouse. At this point, I should say my attorney has taken off his shirt because he's so hot.
1: Yes, so is mine. He's jacked. Yes. Nipple ring too.
0: Oh, uh, watch out for that.
1: Kind of snags on this beautiful cotton shirt.
2: Well, oh, give me a second. My attorney says, well, uh, well I, I suppose...
1: Uh... Everyone's murmuring. But then my judge bangs down his gavel. And he takes a big bite of a Subway sandwich. that everyone waits while he swallows it. Because it takes a while. Did, the bite was really big.
0: Well, he loves the attention too. No offense. No, no. I mean, that's
1: he really does. And he says, my fellow judge here has made the point that Steve in some way puts the words of malcontent into the mouth of... Those he says to have loved. Well, is it not true that also in a world of Steve there is also Bill?
0: Oh. Mm. Blah, blah. blah. And my judge says that may well be, but if Bill is in fact so powerful as to take over the thoughts of a servant such as Tep Ted, can Steve truly be all powerful?
1: (laughs) Well, what we say is light is only the absence of darkness. Should there be no darkness, there should be no light. My judge
0: says, in terms that we understand, judge. Here's a term that you may
1: understand. Now, you all lovely, beautiful boys in this courthouse, you all love Apple products, do you not?
0: And the uh, cry goes up. the Woo! Woo! Yeah!
1: Well, what if you did not know that Apple products were the best? Boo! What if all you had were Apple products? Woo! Yeah! Woo! How do you know that your products are great without other BS Microsoft products in the world being S.
0: To the other judge of this trial, who is in fact attached to my body with a separate head, are you suggesting that Steve put Bill in the world to give us the concept of good and that it is only through the temptation of Microsoft products and the rejection of that temptation that we truly live a good and just life?
1: I'm going to point now to the tears in everyone's
0: eyes
1: (gasps) and you look around the room and you see that everyone's weeping, weeping. weeping, everyone's crying by those tears. I think you know what the truth is.
0: Now, Judge, what you're suggesting then is that this defendant, Tep Ted, is in fact guilty because although his thoughts are given to him by Steve, he possesses the free will that allows him to make the choice to blaspheme. And thus, even though his gifts have been granted by the Almighty, he is still able to be a sinner.
1: Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying.
0: Objection! (gasps) And they look to me.
1: They look to Tep Tim?
0: Yes. They look to me, not as the judge or as a baby, but as the prostituting attorney. And the judge says, "Uh, but you object, but I just made your case for you. And I say, I'm throwing out my own case. I've heard the honorable and righteous arguments of these beautiful men. And I've thought long and hard about the case made today. And I have come to an unobligable confusion. Mm-hmm. Do the ladies and gentlemen of the jury agree that Steve is the source of all that is good in life?
1: Yeah, yeah. here,
0: here. Woo, woo, yeah, woo. Yeah. And do they agree that were it not for Steve, we would have nothing resembling a thought in our yeah. minds? Oh, yeah, whoa, whoa. yeah. Then I would have no choice but to conclude that since any thought is given to us by Steve, it is good by definition. And in fact, blasphemy and sin are impossible. And what's more, it can only follow from this line of reasoning that no one is responsible for anything they have ever done. And the crowd erupts in applause. And then my attorney stands up and he's
1: like,
2: Your Honor, I rest his case. And I go over and I
0: put my hand on your shoulder.
1: Yeah, and me, the baby defendant, kicks down the bars and I step into the body of the very handsome attorney and I don't turn back into Ted and we hug front to front.
0: And we say, let's go get a malt. But we get to the door and we hear a scratching at the door and we look out the window and it's Eggman. And we're like, we can't leave.
1: No one could leave.
0: Everyone get
1: under the chairs.
0: And we say, oh my God, this has been hell all along.
1: Here it comes. And the walls sort of burst into flame. Well, actually, maybe, can we, can we rewind it a bit and just let's end at the part where we start walking up before Eggman turns the place into
0: H? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, let's just not, that, that part is better. I mean, that is what yeah, happens, cut, but cut it's not, yeah. best not, best not thinking about that part. Yeah. Oh, wow, Ted, I feel so much better. Yeah,
1: me too. I think we worked I'm it out. I'm so, oh, I'm so sorry that I doubted you. I'm so sorry, too, that I blasphemed.
0: It's okay. You didn't blaspheme because at the end of the day, it's yeah. not your fault. Right, Nothing's, yeah, your, the, fault. nothing's, Nothing and nothing's is your fault. Nothing your fault either. You never no, did anything I know. wrong no, I know. ever. No, I know. So what's
1: on your radar this week, Ted? Well, seems locked in that trash man truly will cometh, not just a threat. I've seen the receipts. I've seen the live feed of the bulldozer. Um, Emmett brings that down to me to show me all the time. It's going to take about a week to get here.
0: Uh, So what you're basically saying is we have a week to finish the show and then we have to do the show and the show has to be so good that they all change their minds and welcome you back into the cabin. Everything goes back to the way it was before and you don't get taken away by the trash man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My life's coming to a bit of a a head here.
0: Of course, we're talking about the play that Ted has been preparing for for a few weeks now. Um, This is the... I mean, landmark theater experience that you are putting mm-hmm. on, um, yeah. working title, Get My Wife Back.
1: Yeah, it, Get My Wife Back is a sort of 360 production. Um, it's sort of blends with reality.
0: It's a play that, that the audience will not know is a play. It's
1: a play. It's a situation. It's a mind space.
0: People are going to say, where were you on the night of Get My Wife Back, the play, the real life play? Yeah,
1: yeah. Basically, it's my last ditch ploy to get Love of My Life Sarah back out of the grips of her, Shout out. her two boyfriend, two male friends who are, who are boys, who are friends, who spend a lot of time together in the cabin where I am currently exiled from down the hill in the trash pond in my Prius. That's all to say that I'm hoping this whole situation will change when I can deliver my piece yep. of real groundbreaking 360 theater and perform i'm nervous
0: i've got chills i've got sweats i'm shaking all over
1: well you know you should be because tep tim holds a titular role yeah i'm the wife no you're the robber
0: i mean the robber yeah yeah yes and um and i am not off book yet i'm sorry i just um, well
1: you know if you're not off book yet so be it you know i can work with that to a point however I need you to be living the experience of a robber.
0: I have been. I stole some of uncle seth's dinner last night right after he out of the uh, after he had finished with it out of the um i guess what you'd call the bin out of the garbage Mm -hmm. um just because i had that was not one of my nights for dinner and i was feeling pretty hungry so don't get me wrong i'm robbing yeah pressure's on
1: the scrap collectors are coming uh whether i like it or quote unquote whether i like it or not to take care of that gd pond and whoever else is left in it yes so so they call it the take out the trash day for me i call it the get my wife back or else day so it's an all-or-nothing sort of a situation you know i'm all in i've pushed all my chippies to the center of the table hit me one more time because i'm getting that 23.
0: understandably you are feeling a lot of nerves it's it's not just what happens if i don't get my wife back it's not just what happens if the trash man comes and crunches me up in one of the car crunchers it's also What if my artistic vision does not resonate? You know, that is one of the scariest things in the world. Yeah, and you make a good point. I've
1: seen the Brave Little Toaster. I know what happens. I don't want to get trashed away. Like those cars. No, you don't. You know, we've all, as dads, we've all heard that bulldozer coming.
0: Brave Little Toaster is a movie too good for children.
1: It is. Because you know
0: what the toaster represents. Yeah, I do. It's a dad. And same with the lamp, same with the vacuum, same with the radio, same with the blanket. Particularly the blanket. They cut the initial, the first scene in that movie was a dad going into a coma and then a bunch of people standing over him on the bed
1: right it's like wizard of oz The
0: doctor was like he's in a coma now there's no telling what could happen and the family said i wonder what he's thinking then it zoomed into his brain and yeah. that's where the brave little toaster happened
1: it's a bit like the famous scene that they deleted from the end of titanic where the lady looks inside the gem and the whole titanic's
0: actually in the gem and the characters on the boat they wave End of brave little toaster he comes back and he's like, where's all my stuff? This is an experience every father right. has had. Yeah. And the mommy character is like, I got rid of all that junk. You don't need it anymore. And the son character, who in this moment also represents a father, just a little bit of movie magic, yep. says the line that many of us have said, I need that I desperately
1: junk. need that JD junk.
0: Please don't throw anything of mine away ever. Ever again. The only downside of Brave Little Toaster is it does give you unrealistic expectations about... Yeah, If any of your items are ever going to talk to you.
1: Well, that's that's fantasy for you, you
0: know. I've heard some things I can't explain.
1: Yeah. But this is all to say...
0: We don't want you getting crushed in the wrecking crusher um, in a figurative sense or in a literal sense because I don't think the trash man's going to look too hard at who's in that Prius.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the titular moment in the Brave Little Toaster is when they visit a, a car wrecking yard and it's a big... Trash compactor and all the sad daddy cars are singing a song about how they're about to get smashed. Yeah. I don't want to sing that sad father's song. That's why this play really needs to be top-notch. It really does. It is my last hope Obi-Wan Kenobi. I need this play to go very well um, in order to get my wife back.
0: This is going to work. And you know why it's going to work, Ted? You have two things in your corner that are behind every single great piece of art. One, desperation. Desperation. Yeah, if definitely. it fails, it's literally game over for you. Yeah, And two, more important, you have a best friend with nothing to lose. Yeah,
1: I mean, how is the sage going?
0: I am basically living the life of Natalie Porkman in F for Vendetta. Yeah. I have been locked in a cell and I'm being systematically broken down mentally and physically. Dennis writes, messages to you on toilet paper, though, so that kind of well, lights up. Well, Dennis writes me messages on toilet paper, but then so does Corey, as I just learned. I thought I was right, having a whole right, right. correspondence with, well, it sounds silly to say now, um, I thought that Johnny Iovine from Apple was writing me um, yeah. messages, and mm-hmm. I said a lot of stuff to him that, in hindsight, I wouldn't have said if I had known it wasn't him.
1: Yeah. It turns out
0: it was uh, it turns out it was Corey. Yeah. And uh, all of those uh, messages are now publicly available in Corey's latest song. Help me, Johnny. And I do just want to say if that song does blow up, first of all, I'm very ashamed. Second of all, I do technically get half the writing credit for that because those lyrics are mine. Yeah, so things have been building to a point, and, and, you know, the writing's on the wall. Um, They have literally Written spray-painted on the, on the window, get out. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking for a place to stay, so if we can get this play to work out, and you get back together with Sarah, which I'm pretty confident in, and then I could come and crash with you guys?
1: Yeah, I think that if that, that is would the be case, great. if I do get her back, I'm going to be like, uh, one rule, if you want me back so bad. My best friend's going to be sleeping here on the couch now. Just for a little while. indefinite amount of time.
0: This is, I think, why it's so important that this show be yeah, next yeah. level good. So, yes. uh, let me just run over what we have so far. So, I'm going to come in as the robber. I obviously do the uh, theme song first as myself, uh, yeah, to sort of pre-amble. get him in the mood. Yeah, yeah. Then I come in as the robber, uh, but I, and I come in with Groovin DS, who's my sidekick we do a little routine he does the juice wrap where he runs through the different juices pineapple
1: makes your body grow strong with a smile on your cheek you can't go wrong it's dr juice time dr juice
0: and dr schroeder did ask that since he is financing the show if we could try to push some of the less popular juices yeah i do know that strawberry banana no trouble people love that one salted carob is not selling so well um seaside's spray seaside spray that's just salt and clam juice shepherd's lawn oh the uh, pumpkin spice with the pumpkin and the sort of curry and allspice powder salted carob is the juice for dads it's
1: gonna make you feel quite rad
0: so yeah Griven ds will do the rap and then i'll bonk him on the head in real yep. life and he'll probably pass out because i'm gonna hit him pretty hard yeah then well, you probably. come in and ted this is something i wanted to talk to you about i think we need more songs
1: I was afraid you were going to say this.
0: I know you're wary. I want to just imagine the robber has just come in. He's just threatened to kill them and take all their money. I'm ready to
1: step in and save the day and have her take me back because I, I stepped up for once in my GD life.
0: So, what, so what's your first line?
1: <sighs> hey, wait, what's this GD robber doing here and no one doing anything about it? <sighs> Guess I'll have to step in.
0: So now imagine as soon as you say that you hear this. And now just go with it, Ted. Just imagine what might it sound like, you know? Okay. Oh, what, what is this?
1: My missus and her two boyfriends Alone in the apartment with a rubber.
2: How did I miss This underneath my hands and my heart
1: the real robber is Bronson But I I shall step forward and be the man that I was born to be Yeah My name is Tech Ted and I got a tep. thing tep. to Did you say, say, tep? say. It's tep. Oh god It's okay My name is Tech Ted and I got a thing to say I'm going to make that rubber go away
0: and I'll never change.
2: (sighs) Ted, I'm telling
0: you right now, as your best friend and as a neutral third party, that song is so good. I think Ted's theme has to go in the show. You know, imagine you're Bronson, Sarah, and Stefan. Yeah, I imagine all the time. They're like, oh, Ted's here to protect us from a real-life robber. We don't know this is a play. Wait, hold on. He's singing? Oh, I didn't know Ted could sing. Wait, this is the guy we've been hitting golf balls at off of the porch for the last Mm. couple weeks? I didn't realize he was a human being with real pathos, with real emotion, with real feelings. Let's leave of our own volition. You know what? You
1: make a really good point. I'm sorry.
0: It's, it's okay.
1: I almost don't want to practice anymore because I don't want to jinx it. I think we're ready. I think we're off book, yeah. even okay. though we're not.
0: I'm not. I think it's ready. But yeah.
1: I think it's good too. Yeah. In the words of Lord of the Rings 4, so it begins again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like at the end of Lord of the Rings 4 part one, the return of the Fellowship of the Ring, yeah. when they feel like they've come so far, but then Frodo and Sam get to the edge of the swamp and they see Mordor so far in the distance again and they see Sauron's beehole up in the sky but there's two of them this time and Frodo says, Sam I just wish so badly we had done it with the right ring the first time.
1: And Sam's like, I know Mr. Frodo, so say all that lived to
0: put the wrong ring in the first time. And Frodo says, maybe it wouldn't be so bad if we just called it it didn't go the rest of the way
1: and then sam picks up frodo and he says i'm not letting you call it mr frodo i'm gonna carry you even if i have to tie your hands and put a little treat in your mouth so you don't starve and take care of you tied up in a cave for
0: weeks yeah and then he I think does that's it. what he says puts yeah. him on his back and they begin the walk to mordor again piggyback and yeah. uh then it's like lord of the rings four part two the three towers coming soon yeah but Isengard is back obviously and you've got uh the other tower that no one knows the name of and then you've got the other tower which is like the wacky tower yeah yeah, yeah. it's like it's like the joker tower
1: yeah it's like the more didn't uh instead of more Mordor. um
0: Right, Ted wow I guess I guess that's it for this week can I just say best show
1: yet, best show yet. And in I some ways
0: safe to say sad no one will listen to it but it um, is sad but like I mean maybe honestly maybe this is what we needed like you know when your dad threw you out of the house sorry I'm sorry we don't have to talk about that well
1: yeah, okay
0: but, it doesn't you know. it's not neither, I mean but, you, know, you know like you know, if you hadn't thrown I'm just saying like Yeah, yeah. The other thing I want to say is, please Apple, please take us back. Please, 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 please put us back. Please, back. please, 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 put us back. App. On. We I'm sorry. It. I need you. I'm sorry, I'm, sorry I to, it. I'm sorry. I did. I'm sorry anything. to Tim. I'm, so I'm, sorry. Sorry, to Steve. I'm, I'm um, sorry to Steve. I'm sorry to Craig. I'm looking at the window, and if I see a bird at the window, that means you want me to hit my hand with a book.
1: Just do it anyway.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna do it anyway.
1: Ow! So can you do one for me too? Because I can't find. Yeah, a book.
0: definitely. Ah.
1: Ow, thanks. <laughs> look,
0: Dad, I'm using your Bible. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't tell well he doesn't matter. Gunner would be proud. Alright, well Ted, um hey, I'll see Ooh, you in a week for dress rehearsal. Uh, <gasps> I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait. Whatever you do, don't
1: break your legs and don't uh look oh, or read worry, the words not, Macbeth anywhere. I'll talk to you soon, Ted I'd love to talk to you. Yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah, you too. Love. Cool. I hereby
0: order decree that you are my best friend. Guilty,
1: cavel, careful.